This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it because we are here with Sarah Frazier. David Yontip, I, you know, I say it every <sighs> week. I adore you. I love our recaps. And I will say it was so funny. I was driving back from Santa Barbara this weekend. I went to Santa Barbara two oh. hours north of LA for the, fr- oh my God, David, it's so your place. Montecito where Prince Harry and Meghan live. Oprah. It was fabulous. And went to this like gorgeous beachfront, you know, bar had a $24 margarita. It was worth every penny. So 24 fucking dollars, you guys, for tequila and some limes mixed in a glass. Don't even get me started. But anyway, it was worth it. It was beautiful. But I was just thinking, I, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read some of our YouTube comments. And they were mm. hysterical. <laughs> they were hysterical. <laughs> I love you. Could you go back and forth with people tip for tat? And it was just, it was so good. Oh my God. People <laughs> well, are annoying. I hate Sarah. And and then you'd write back. Oh, really? Well, you know, Sarah says this or whatever. Anyway, it was so good. And I'm like, don't listen. And that's like, I hate you so much. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't listen. You shouldn't watch Beverly Hills, step away and stop listening. It's so good. And then someone wrote, who is Sarah Frazier? She doesn't even, I don't even know. I've never heard of her podcast. And you were like, she is a trending podcast. She's staying on the show. (laughs) Right. I love, I love the comments. These episodes are highly, highly, highly rated. So everyone can hate you all day. They are highly rated. So they're not going anywhere. They're so good, the comments. So anyway, it was hysterical and I love it. Like, and people write, David, you hypocrite. You change your mind all the time and you go, oh, really? It's my show. I'll change it anytime I want. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> remember when I used to be nice? You had to remember now it's just like, it's it's based on, a, it's, you know, it's based on a few. Let me tell you, it's a couple of things. Oh, so One, so good. there's no ego, but the show has become big to a certain level that, I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter the collective whole, but you know, it's bigger than that now. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, let me tell you something. 
I can't tell you how great life is and how beautiful life is when you leave those comments, leave them, leave the (laughs) I, when you really just, you can't say you don't care. You just one, it's like when you break up with someone or whatever, one day you just wake up and you're like, holy fucking shit. Like, I don't know what happened. Today is that day. So, I mean, not today, but very, you know, within the past six months, I just, I had that day of like, Oh my God, I don't care. It is life is so beautiful, Sarah. It's like so it free. It's, it's so, so free. It's like I, I don't care. So and I'm here for our listener who goes, I want to start a GoFundMe to raise money so Sarah can get a mic stand. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> someone did say that. Like, I know I hold the mic by choice, right? Like it's just it's so funny. <laughs> did you read my response? <laughs> I was like, can you start to go fund me to get me some more Louis Vuitton and Gucci? <laughs> Dude, go start one for me. I'm yeah, like, where the fuck is my GoFundMe? I, I want Louis. Uh, there's a couple, there's like 12 Louis bags I want. And there's this Cartier oh. nail ring. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, So just help me out too. You're lucky you're getting a microphone. No one wants to give me anything except to kick in the ass. Um, Anyway. Our right, lives are better. You know why? Because why? We, now that Salt Lake is back. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Although I gotta say, I wanted from the season premiere, I wanted a little more Jen Shaw going to jail drama. Didn't you? You said you like loved it, but I thought that was missing. You know, I went on a rant on my Patreon recently, and I will share it here for everyone. I will stand by this. I don't understand why I'm going to start out hot. Why? And please don't say, I, I, I understand the rationale. We've been with Erica longer. I get it. I get it. And by the way, a lot of people don't love Salt Lake. There's a lot of people that still don't watch really? it. Yeah. A lot of comments of like, I don't even know why you're so excited. Salt Lake sucks. I, 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 I agree with you. I, I think it's great. But it's not like Beverly Hills where like everybody watches and everybody has an opinion. Um, I don't know why. And I, I understand we're with Erica longer and we don't know Jenna's. Why does the world hate? I mean, hate Erica Jane. Want her nailed to a cross with both hands out, <laughs> clothes off, torched at the stake. Why? When we don't know for sure if she knew or didn't know. I am not an Erica Stan. I'm just pointing out the facts. And now we have a woman who is, it said she's guilty. She's admitted it. She's not the spouse. She did it. And yet we're not outraged at the behavior of Jennifer Shaw. I am outraged. I am. I am outraged at what I saw in this first episode of Salt Lake. (laughs) Which by now will be two or three. In fact, in fact, and I mean, the other women on Beverly Hills have really stuck by Erica. But I mean, you know, interview after interview, all these women on uh, um, Salt Lake are saying, oh, Jen needs support right now. Jen needs love right now. I visited other men in jail. I'll visit her. And I mean, like literally, there's no... I, you know, here's my thing is, is this season, I hope the fuck that some of these women turn on Jen and it's like, what about the victims? Because my God, and I adore Garcelle and Sutton, but Garcelle has beat that dead horse. Oh my God. I mean, we have propped that dead horse up and like smacked it again. I mean, I hope they're going to do that for Jen because P.S., 
you're right. Jen actually turned and admitted guilt every, but not just that every single person around Jen. So that assistant that we saw for you, he's pled guilty. He turned on Jen probably ultimately, which is why she had no choice, but to go guilty. Every single person has turned on her and admitted guilt. And not only that, Jen, this is how devious, uh, not even allegedly anymore, Jen is guilty of. Okay, she maybe she would scam somebody in upstate New York, an 80-year-old out of $1,000. Okay, and then whatever, if he stopped his bank accounts, she would take all his information and leads and resell it to somebody else who she knew was going to try and do another scam on him. And no one's fucking out up. Fabulous point, David Yontif. Fabulous point. It is. Thank you. And it is so good because I guarantee, I think, and I've been an Erica Stan forever. I think at the end of the day, it will be proven just like that scene that you talk about where Tom set her down. I don't think Erica knew one thing that was going on. I don't think Erica questioned. He was Aaron Brockovich's attorney from the film. I don't think she questioned for one second. And Jen Shaw is a full on criminal who like, they're all at the party celebrating coach and just like, all good. Oh, you know, to hell with these other, you know, 500 elderly people who gave her their life savings so she could live in luxury. Great point. Yeah. And the other great point I'm about to make before I rest my case is that, you know, okay, Erica has glam. Erica has, you know, with someone's putting money into her account, Erica has the 2000 square foot bungalow and the Range Rover. Fine. I'm not... But Erica is literally saying like, Jesus Christ, Diane, I wish I, I wish I was you. I wish I was you. Like she, I mean, okay. She had such extreme wealth. I'm not saying Erica's starving, but I'm just saying she is living a life, but she's not bragging about it. Now we have Jen Shaw who a is complaining to the camera three months before you you plead the guilty that life is tough because you had to downsize from a 9,000 square foot to a four. So you're actually complaining about it. You're complaining that the space is too small. You're complaining that your closet sucks. You're complaining that you don't know how to turn on the luxury of the gas fireplace, which some people don't even have heat in the world. And here's the thing. I don't, I'm sure that, you know, the person whose house it was, who's the new friend of gorgeous house. Like I'm not, I'm not even saying Jen paid for the party. That friend probably paid for the whole thing, but is now I, what? A, oh, I know. Should like, we be having a celebration for your husband for his birthday? I think not. I think before you go away for many years, I would have had a dinner maybe at home or at a restaurant with my actual blood children and my husband and just said, I want, you know, guess, okay, I know she didn't plead guilty at that point, but it doesn't matter. This is not the time for a party. When you have, I will stand by. I don't think Jen Shaw right now today at the recording of this understands what is really coming in her world. I, I don't think she gets it. I still don't. Okay. But how do you feel about the edit of that for, of that premiere? Because I feel like the, even the producers are editing her well. Am I wrong? Like, what was your take? Well, they're playing up the money and all that, but yeah, I mean, she's listen, like, like Kim D is new to the franchise. I made her watch it all to cover it on Patreon with me. And, you know, she's like, Oh, 
oh, you know, there's something endearing about, I'm like, see, you are the perfect, there are people that are endeared towards Jan Shaw. I really want to know why it is that you hate, hate Erica. It's so vile. I mean, yeah, her behavior, Erica, her, her, her attitude, if I don't care about this, isn't Jen kind of saying the same thing? I mean, she's complaining about money when she knows she's guilty. Why is no one so, I, I thought her behavior in this, this season so far, as far as money and parties is literally disgusting. I think I, it's disgusting. I, I do. I mean, I have to say, I completely agree with you. And I mean, yeah, we saw Erica immediately like go all all Erica has left is the glam and, you know, everything is gone, though. The closets. I mean, a lot of she kept a lot of the clothes or whatever, you know, but um, yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I thought it was disappointing the season premiere of Salt Lake that there wasn't. I don't know, maybe a lot of flashbacks to her pleading guilty. Really, we just saw her like the reset up that she's in this court battle. So it's interesting. I guess maybe they're just going to let it. Unfold. You thought it would start at the end where she pled guilty and then yeah yeah they've done that they've done that before you know yeah. where they kind of you know they drop you into the biggest moment of the show and then they work backwards so I don't know maybe they were just switching it up editing wise but I do think the double standard is really fascinating when I think what Jen did was probably far I don't know you probably can't compare because Tom was an awful person too but I mean yeah Jen really. She, she did it. She dating. did it. Yeah. And listen, if you want to hate on Erica, go right ahead. I, I agree with you. I still don't think she knew. And that makes it a whole different. But even if she knew and you hate her and you're so outraged, go for it. Go with that emotion. Why don't you feel the same thing? Why don't you have the same hatred and vitriol towards Jen as you do? Leave it for Erica. Why isn't it twofold? Why is it that Jen is endearing and sweet to a lot of people? Maybe not everyone listening to this, but a lot of people, it's not the same. And I really would like to know why, because I found her behavior in these scenes to be vile. Just the fact that there even was a party. I, I mean, the wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle? That gets you high. Yet. That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door, 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as What are you waiting for? Go to indicloud.co slash spring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloud.co slash spring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order.
Now, you guys know I'm committed to eating healthy and living a clean lifestyle. And one thing that totally helped me was Organifi. Now, Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition with such high-quality ingredients. Organifi is science-backed to craft the most effective doses. And what I love, it contains less than three grams of sugar per serving. I also love the variety. Like, for instance, Organifi green juice. The Organifi green juice, it's made with the essential superfoods, and it helps reduce stress. There's also the Organifi red juice. That's a superfood punch. I love the taste. It helps increase my energy without caffeine. Both taste so delicious. But one of the things I love about Organifi the most, it's so easy to use. You just mix the Organifi blend with water or your favorite beverage. You can use it while you're on the go. So Organifi tastes great. It's easy to use. Is there any other reason why I love it? The cost. Organifi works out to be, wait for it, less than $3 a day. Head over to www.organifi.com slash velvet rope. That's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Organifi.com slash velvet rope and use code velvet rope at checkout to get 20% off your entire order. Oh my God. So listen, growing up, do you remember your favorite show when you just couldn't wait to get home from school before streaming services? And it was like only a few hours until it came on. And it was that show that that water cooler show that everybody was going to be talking about the next day at school. Well, listen, in the late 90s, I mean, what other show was there besides Buffy the Vampire Slayer? It was my absolute favorite. And I know a lot of people listening to this podcast are nodding their heads now saying, yes, I agree. Well, listen, I've got some good news. In a new podcast from Wondery, the rewatcher Buffy the Vampire Slayer, we are taking it back to 1999. That's right. We are entering the Buffyverse. So listen, join morbid co-hosts Ash and Elena as they slay their way through Buffy's drama, action, and romance. Episode by episode, enter the Buffyverse with Elena and Ash. Listen to the rewatcher Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by subscribing to Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. My prayers have been answered. The rewatcher Buffy the Vampire Slayer can't effing wait. Like when you- And when are her castmates going to turn on her with all this questioning? Now, maybe that will come as she pleads guilty because to your point, I mean, I guess we have to give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe like Heather, Meredith, they all, at this point, they're believing that Jen- But Heather and Meredith were with her in New York the night before she pled guilty and didn't know she was going to plead guilty. And that's the thing. I don't think think she knows in these scenes she's going to plead guilty, but you still know- you have a major trial coming up where your livelihood could be taken away. It's like arrogance of thinking like I have lawyers and this is all going to go away when I go to court in three. I mean, it's. Look, you uh, and I have talked about it extensively that Jen Shaw is probably going to do five to 10 years, 100%. Maybe she'll be out in five, but my, my gut feeling is lots of times they make celebrities examples of, and I, I think she's going to jail for a while like 100 percent and i mean that's what i think i mean kim d said on my patreon which i thought was kind of a valid point you know like when Teresa went in in front of judge salas like 
I guess this is Kim talking. I don't know the exact timeline or facts, but I guess at one point the judge said to Teresa, like, fill something out. And she was doing it with a lawyer. And I guess it was all like, how much is your furniture worth? And she was like $25,000. And the judge was, you know, how much is your jewelry worth? Like $2. It's all fake. And the judge was like, wait a second. That 10,000, 25,000 square foot mansion, all that furniture is worth $25,000. Do you mean 250, 25? And the jewelry, it's all fake. It's worth a dollar, not $300,000. And the judge was like, you are still lying. This is what Kim says of how it happened. And the judge was like, I was going to give you probation and you're now going to jail. You're going to jail now because really? you're- That's how it went down. According to Kim D, and I haven't researched it enough to know. Okay. But my point is- this is all evidence. Like you mean to tell me someone's not watching this, this, this episode. I mean, like, I don't think this is going to help with any type of sentencing. And I don't know. I'm just talking top line. So please don't like this and that. And that's how the law works. And are you really a lawyer? Yeah, I am a lawyer. I haven't practiced in a hundred years, nor do I want to, but it just can't be good. This type of behavior and attitude. It just, it can't, I'm not sure it's going to hurt extensively. It can't help, girl. It can't help. I'm with you. I couldn't be with you more. I mean, I love Salt Lake. I was as excited about Salt Lake as I am about Potomac, which will drop later this month. I mean, it was a good first episode. I I don't think Meredith and Lisa are ever getting back together. I mean, I I feel like alliances, I... It's hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And it was it was crazy to see Lisa. I feel like real emotion, but also at the same time, I feel like Heather at that lunch where Heather was like, no, I, I think you really feel that way about me. <laughs> I was kind of like, I think she does too. I, there's Heather something Gray. He- Heather, Heather Gray. Gray. He- Heather Gay is so Heather Gay, funny. Yeah. She's so, I'm like, oh my God, is this what everyone's been telling me for the past two seasons? She's so hilarious, right? When she's like, no, I actually think you feel like that. And then also when she's doing her confessionals and she's like, now listen, let me just boil this down for you. Like, I know this sounds like I should be thrilled, but like Lisa literally must, her tail is so far between her legs because the last person Lisa Marlowe wants to call to ask for help right now is me. So like Lisa must be, she was just so funny, but she was like, She must be so desperate because like, I am the one she's calling. Right. I I, I agree with you. You, Listen, you know, when I, I, I hate it, but I love it at the same time. And like, it's real life stuff and these real relationships change and it's sad, but it's like, it's so, it's such a psychological, that's why we watch housewives. Like when it's two friends, not from birth, like Margaret and her friend that just turned on her and they turned out whatever. Let's not get into that, Laura. But just the like, yeah, these are real friends that like, yeah. you can't tell me Meredith and Lisa would still be friends if it wasn't for the show. They would be 100%. Yeah, that it's the show. So it's so interesting. And I do agree that I think They'll never, I think it's too, it's too. Oh, I think it's way too done. And just trying to see Lisa connect with Seth and like, and Seth's just like, why would you ever, but Lisa, why? I, I don't know. You know, it's just, there's something like. That I, was, I, uh, that was cringeworthy to me to watch. I was, was cringy. It was cringeworthy. Cause Lisa, there's something like, I think Lisa's perfect on the show. I like Lisa, but there's something fake and phony about Lisa, you know? And I think it just comes across all the time um, in her apologies, in her interactions with all the women. She's phony, you know, there's just something phony about her. And, but she's great on the show. 
Um, but no, I think they're totally done. It's it's going to be a, a hot season of Salt Lake. I mean, a lot of friendships are done. We'll see how people, I mean, the tides better turn on Jen. It's going to be very interesting. And I think, I mean, I've said this before. We'll see how it plays out. I still think that the rift between Whitney and Heather is totally fake. Ah, uh, this is my so far, and I don't think by producers. I think this is. No, I have no reason to think this. I don't know them. I just think that they're both know what they're doing, and they got together. Hey, cause hey, cause what the fuck are we gonna do this season? And I think that they're like, let's have a little tiff. Like I think at the reunion, by the reunion time, if not before, everything is gonna be hunky dory, as they say over in Beverly Hills between Heather Gay and Whitney. I do. I, I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, we're not there yet, but I don't see these two turning on each other. Really. I think it's let's, let's make it. It's like I said before, if you and I were on a reality show, I would come to you in season four and I would be like, season three, I'd be like, listen, Sarah, everyone oh, yeah. thinks we're such good friends. And that's how we started the show. Listen, girl, we're going to have to get nasty. Say what you want about me in the press. Go for it. I'm going to say some shit about you and we'll come together at the reunion. I would have been like, David, unfollow me on social media fucking yes. today. Let's get this going. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, that is what it is. Um, I mean, I love Heather. I mean, I thought the article was interesting. You know, an interview she did this week basically saying she misses Mary Cosby. You know, she hasn't spoken to Mary Cosby essentially since the end of season two. She was shocked that Mary didn't show up to the reunion. Um, but basically she loved what Mary brought. And I, I do miss Mary even on this a little bit, although I think there's so much drama ready to play out. I don't think we're going to really notice Mary gone that much, but, um, but it's too bad because Mary had an interesting story too. I mean, being married to her, whatever was it, step grandfather, whatever, you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was good. I think same thing. Like I can't picture Mary there now. I feel like it's evolving and it's like a real show. And I think she yeah. would stick out. I think she stuck out in a way before, but I do think Mary Cosby is a fucking legend. Yeah. And I think that where the hell did we find her? And like, I welcome her back to Salt Lake any day she wants to come back. I don't think they would have her back. I, I really don't. But I think Mary is just fucking, you know what? She's authentic. That's the thing. That wasn't a part she was playing. That was really Mary. Like, I don't, I don't think she's used to anyone questioning anything about her ever because she has the divine intervention behind her. Yeah, no, I, I do too. I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, I had a theory that she wanted out because, you know, with the criminal stuff with Jen, then she had a couple of criminal cases. One's been dropped. You know, my theory was always something was going on with the church and they, she she sort of saw the writing on the wall. Now, I have no proof of that. You know, look, I, I would apologize to her in a heartbeat. Looks like all these things are going to be dropped. So, you know, fine. But there was something, yeah, really interesting about that whole situation. She was she was a great reality TV person for sure. I, and I, I almost wonder, I mean, I don't even think Mary would go back to TV either. I, I think Mary wants to lay like go under the radar. I just my guess. I kind of think so. Like she's not on social media, like trolling no. for she's, she's like the real deal. Right. Well, and I mean, I think they look like they lived a pretty luxurious life. She has these, you know, followers in her church that do a lot for her. So, I mean, I think she's smart enough to know, like, you know, what she'd have to give up, I think from the church or whatever is just not worth. Yeah. It's not worth the TV. So anyway, but it was good to hear Heather say that. It was funny. And like, look, I think Whitney has a little bit of 
Stockholm syndrome. Like, I think Whitney is like, like you hated this woman. And like, it's like, have you been searching for Lisa Barlow's approval for like two whole years? And now like, she's like a lapdog in Lisa's lap. Like, she's like, oh, the cool girl in school, school likes me. Like, I got to be done with Heather. Like, it's a little, you know, but like, look, they all know what they're doing and it's a good cast. And we have three new friends of, you know, I mean, the other thing, which I think people forget is like, and this isn't like, you know, shout out to myself and the lawyers of the world, but like Meredith is a lawyer. Like now we're going back to Phaedra. We're going back to like, you know, Jackie Goldschneider getting in a fight with like Teresa, like Meredith, you know, if you look at that reunion last year where she's like asking Lisa, like, did I support you in this situation? And then like an hour later, did I support you? It's like cases rested. Like Meredith is a lawyer and she, she knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. All right, so there's some good news and there's some bad news here today. Now, the good news is if you're listening to this, you are alive, but there is bad news. The bad news is you probably don't have life insurance. I certainly didn't, and that's why you need ethos. Now, I looked into some other companies, I you knew the option of getting life insurance, and it was so confusing and it was outdated and this huge application process. I was like, I have no time to deal with this today. And I kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off until one day I discovered ethos. With Ethos, you can get life insurance in 10 minutes for as little as $10 a month. They have no medical exams, which I love. There's just a few easy health questions and very competitive rates from top rated carriers. So basically what I'm saying is it's affordable and convenient. Do you know that every year you wait, life insurance premiums increase by 8 to 10%? Get a free personalized quote at ethoslife.com slash velvet. That's spelled E-T-H-O-S life.com slash velvet. Go to ethoslife.com slash velvet to get your free life insurance quote today. Ethos Technologies Inc. operates in California as Ethos Life Insurance Services. Not available in all states in prices subject to underwriting and certain health questions. Remember the good old days, and I'm really dating myself here. I know when you had to like go to your psychiatrist's office and like sit there and wait in the waiting room and it was quiet and you were looking at people around you and you had to wait and you had to walk there and you had to drive there. Mental health and therapy and psychiatry has never been so simple. Now that you're able to access mental health in the comfort of your own device, it's never been so simple to schedule. Talkspace, it's really changed the game. You can send messages to your dedicated therapist in the Talkspace platform. You could schedule your sessions. You can help set goals all from your device. You never have to leave your home. And if you're like me and you travel and you're really never in one place for more than a few months, it's great. You don't have to keep changing therapists. They have thousands of licensed therapists with years of experience and over 40 specialties, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food, eating. As a listener of Behind the Velvet Rope, you get $100 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash velvet. To get $100 off, that's Talkspace.com slash velvet. Yeah. Oh, I think they all, I think they all do. Um, they, you know, look, they studied at this point, they're so late in the game. They watched housewives before they studied the game. They know what they're doing. And I, you know, it's good. It's, it's addicting to watch. I'm, I'm so in. And is that what we need? Like, do we need it to be yes. late in the game? You know what I mean? Because like, we also have Potomac. That's like, you know, I mean, are the people that are late in the game 
ultimately the ones that are going to be the ones that do well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they will. Yeah. I think they've learned what's worked, what, what hasn't worked from the other franchise. And look, I mean, when Atlanta ended up having a great season, you and I've talked about this, all the women are back. I think it will be fine. I mean, Atlanta is such a, you know, oh my God. I mean, they deserve tons of credit, but I mean, you know, it's, it's like the OC. I mean, I think they're kind of the original ones. They're a little played out. It, you know, whereas Potomac's just a whole nother, you know, it's a whole nother love. I mean, Candy Gal, Candy Gal brings it, you know, Candy Gal is going to cause so much shit now with Chris. I have a theory after this week, Ashley Darby kind of went viral saying, you know, she's thought about not divorcing Michael. I wouldn't be shocked if they don't get divorced. I really wouldn't. I think Ashley's known what Michael has been like forever before they had kids. I mean, they openly talked about it. They did threesomes together. They were, I mean, they were out and about having sex with whoever, whenever, you know, I don't know if I buy that they're totally going to separate. And, you know, to me, Michael's a guy, I feel like he wouldn't give a fuck if she was like seeing other people on the side. They just are, they have a marriage that is very unconventional and she has bought a house with him somewhere in Virginia. We're going to see that this season. And they're moving from that penthouse. That's the rumor. That's the rumor that they, they've bought a house together. (sighs) And she said, I don't know if I really want to divorce him. He's such a great father. And I'm like, this is, I just don't know if I even, I feel like this could be a Robin and, um, uh, oh, you know, what's Robin's husband's, not even husband, Juan. Juan. This could be a new Robin. And like, I wouldn't be shocked if three seasons from now, Ashley and Michael are not divorced. That's all I'm saying. I mean, does Michael pay all the bills? I would think aside from Ashley's money now that she's making for Potomac. Well, this is like an advanced season. Now I think Potomac is less than like a Beverly Hills or, but I mean, Ashley has got to be, I would think in the fours and I'm being like, I think it's even more probably. I was going to say five, six. So the girl makes her own money. Um, Is Ashley the new Bronwyn Wyndham Burke? Like, why get divorced? I mean, why? Like, look, if you're living with Michael and you're bringing home your 500K and he's paying the mortgage and he's a great dad and you like him, you have fun with him. Sometimes, you know, Ashley's in bed and she's like, because, you know, I like to do this whole thing with Eric. <laughs> so here, I mean, Ashley's in bed in the new house. So it's bigger. And she hears a little rumbling. And she's like, well, I know Dean is asleep because, you know, the like nanny's in with him. What's going on? And she gets up and she goes downstairs and she sees Mr. Darby is there with two absolutely gorgeous. One's blonde, one's brunette. He's brought them home from the club. He's having a scotch. They're having a nice martini. And Ashley's like, well, hello, everybody. And Michael's like, (laughs) darling, hello. And the girls are like, who is this? She's like, I am Ashley. And then the four of them have one big fucking orgy. Why not stay married to Michael and just live the life? Right? I mean, you nailed it. I mean, the only thing that's missing is a guy that, you know, probably Michael is doing as well. But I don't think that bothers her. I I, I don't think no. she cares about that at all. No, nope. no, this was just one it. scenario, three girls on Michael. And then in the next scenario, he brings home, you know, a guy and a girl or maybe two guys and there's Ashley and she's like man three guys 
<laughs> Merry Christmas to me. I mean, I, I'm being really sad, but we're like being serious. Like this is the marriage. And so why? Like, hey, everybody yes. sign me, sign me up for Bronwyn's marriage. Sign me up for this marriage. It's like, wait, you have a roommate. Now, mind you, if I had a roommate in, you know, a smaller space, I would go crazy. If you have a roommate in a big enough space, no wonder why they sold that little, that, that townhouse, penthouse, whatever it was, you know, let's go and have a really big space. And look, you do you, I'll do me. And, you know, we'll have, we'll have dinners together some nights and, you know, we're, we're raising our son together and like, you know, our, our, our children both of them and here they are and why not just like do it all do it all oh yeah. i i think i would not be surprised whatsoever i wouldn't be surprised whatsoever why they filed for divorce i don't know i don't know I mean, do you think they know. could have done it for a storyline is it possible I'm just well, asking. I mean, does anyone know if she really filed if they've really filed or i mean we, I, we you can do an easy search you and i could do that research later excuse me. I don't know. I mean, did they actually even file or they just said they're getting divorced? I, that's what I wonder. Man, is this a storyline that Ashley has pulled over our eyes? I wouldn't be shocked. Ashley's no dummy either. And I think Ashley now has been on the show long enough. She's staying. She realizes how big the franchise is. People love Ashley. Um, and you know, look, Michael has provided a shit ton of entertainment for the past several seasons. I mean, you know, that that production assistant that ended up like kind of suing and leaving because he said that Michael grabbed his butt. I mean, Michael caught in that hotel room with a woman taking a photo. I mean, Michael, Michael is like a part of this show. I don't I kind of think what is I don't think they want to lose Michael. No, I don't think so. What is Ashley without some Michael drama? I mean, I think they got to have him. I'm just, it's such a, like, we have the Grand Dame is back. I just, it's, Potomac is good, guys. It's good. It's so good. It's we so have good. a, we have a newbie. We're going to get, we're going to see more of Sharice Jackson Jordan this, this season. Like there's just a lot. We're going to have some Giselle. I mean, right. Candy Gal is going to be doing her own tricks. Well, look, I, I mean, mean, there's a lot of people. Isn't, isn't that go to what we've now been saying about bringing back the OGs? I mean, Chanel Jackson, Oliver. I mean, Sharice. Sharice, Sharice. Sorry. Oh my God. It's I your should... city, Sharice yeah, Jackson Jordan. Sharice <laughs> Jackson, Oliver. Look at me. I, I mean, Charisse. does anyone want to see her? I, 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 thank I, you. I, I guess. But doesn't, doesn't, do they though? I mean, to me, that goes to these guys are going, the production companies have learned and now they're just going back old school. You're telling me Sharice, we haven't heard a thing from Sharice. Sharice brought well, up enough drama. Right now, gun to my head. Do I care more about what is going to come with Sharice or what is going to come with Mia? I would say Sharice. That's just me. Well, okay, wait. And I got to backtrack for one second. Why did Jen Shaw block you on Instagram? I assume, well, first of all, you know, I'm blocked by a lot of people. I cannot believe this. Why? You are so fair. You told me, and you said PK's blocked you from a long time ago? Okay, PK, those are, these are two separate situations. PK blocked me a long time ago because I was on another podcast, not Dana's, but somebody's podcast. And they said, who do you think is next? You know, we have Erica Jane, Jen Shaw, who's next in the world of scandals? of Bravo. And I said, I think PK and Dorit. Well, PK did not like that. I said PK and Dorit as the next Ah. scandal, which I mean, I could understand that. So he blocked me. He was not 
happy. Um, and now Jen, well, why did Jen Shaw block me? I assume it's because of all of our videos on YouTube and our episodes where, I mean, what was it like? She's going to jail well, for pictures. Well, like four or five years, four or five weeks ago, didn't I say that? I mean, I think I went on like a tirade of like, I don't think, and I mean, we just did it today again too. Like I went on that tirade of like, I don't think that she knows what's coming. Now, I don't think that's really bad. I don't wish harm upon her. Um, I look, she could be walk free. She could be given home arrest. I don't think that's happening. And so I just don't think from watching these episodes so far that she understands what is really going on in her life. Yes, of course you have to film. You have to get your 300 grand for this season. Of course, you're going to do all that. You want to show up at the reunion because you're going to get a bonus. Jen Shaw needs every penny she can get because of this $9 million restitution. I just don't think she understands what's really possibly looming. That to me is a narcissist. That to me is like, wait, I did this. I can get away with it. Those are the episodes we're seeing now. Then you plead guilty. I think when she pleads guilty, it's like, how long ago was that? Five months at this point, three months where I think, I think the time your mind plays tricks on you again, it's the same way she got herself into this mess. And Tom Girardi, you just think the world is closing in and then it doesn't. So you plead guilty. It's a really bad day in your life. And now you're livid. She's probably going to a Gucci sale right now. So I think that her mind has like, which look, we all do it, right? We all do that. Like you can't really face doom if it's not here today. But I really, whereas I said before, I'd be spending time with my family and speaking to people that have been in federal prison. That's what I would be doing in my time. I don't think she's doing that. I think she is just like social media feuds. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I don't think she knows what's coming. And so I think she probably didn't appreciate that I said Jen Shaw's clueless and doesn't really understand what's coming for her in the world. But I don't know. And I mean, I stand by everything I said earlier, which I'm not even, it's not even a team Erica. It's just a like, I'm with you. Why is nobody outraged about just the fact that she had this party to me? is okay, yeah there's production and blah 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 i would say no i don't want to have a party i'm fucking miserable okay my trial is in three weeks and when you don't think you're going to plead guilty you're still going to get up on the stand every day that's just as bad like i wouldn't be smiling and this i just think it's narcissism or pure stupidity and i don't think she's stupid look what she did i think it's pure narcissism and so i have a problem with her and i guess me saying that she's clueless about what's coming. She didn't care for it because they care. all they all listen to us. I told you this before. So oh she blocks me. So we'll add her to the list. We have Sonia Morgan blocks me. PK. We have, we have a lot of people who have blocked me throughout the years. Okay. As, well, as you say, Sarah, we're either of the people or of the we're business. Of the industry. Yeah, exactly. Right. And these listeners don't want us to be of, of the industry. They want us to sit here with, with an honest day's work and just tell you what and we say no plenty problem. of nice things about a lot of people when they behave you know um i mean well Teresa is at it again as well okay i'm dying dying zoying to hear all your thoughts on this i mean like because we said this next season of new jersey this will be it for joe melissa Teresa. they're done i'm so curious what you think is you know, the catalyst and Teresa's revealing a lot, I guess, about, you know, 
I didn't realize how bad it was. It's been bad for many years, even oh, when yeah. her parents were alive. You know, I mean, she's saying, first of all, she's saying she never gave Bravo an ultimatum. She's saying they don't like ultimatums. She's like, I never gave them an ultimatum. It's Joe and Melissa or me that they, I mean, I maybe I kind of believe that because Teresa does play by the rules. She's not going to lose her job. She's like, I never told them it was them or me. I kind of believe that. And, you know, so she is, she's saying that then she's saying like Melissa and Joe and I are truly done. She's been saying that forever, which I also believe, I believe this is it. She's like, my, my parents were alive and I tried and I'm just done. I believe that they are done. I don't believe Kathy and Kyle are done. I believe Teresa and Melissa are truly done, but now she's saying she's taking a step further and saying by watching and she's not like Lisa Rinner or one of these people where it's like just watch the season like that's Teresa's not that smart to know how to like get us all excited and rating she doesn't do that she she's she means what she says that's why we love her because she's authentic she's saying like wait till you see this season you'll understand how awful Joe and Melissa are like you'll get why they're horrible people and why for 10 years they've been pulling the wool over your eyes I don't know about that I don't, what, what's going to happen that we're going to say, oh my God, look how awful Joe and Melissa, like, I don't know. I mean, I hear grumblings from filming. Like, I don't, I haven't heard anything like that. I mean, well, I'm curious because you've, you've sort of said this and you're not alone. Other people that have met Melissa Gorga have said it. Um, and in fact, Cynthia Bailey, I think said it about Girls Trip that Melissa is not very friendly in real life. She's, she's there. She's all business. She's not interested in being friends with anyone. Whereas Teresa is so much more warm and open. I will be curious to see if I see that side. Cause I would say I've never been a Teresa Judice stan. I've always felt like Teresa is her own worst enemy and like always seem like, I don't know. I, I always got Joe and Melissa's points about Teresa and especially Joe and how like for years, Teresa wouldn't trash Joe. I do get that. I know he is the father of her kids, but boy, I mean, everything that he did to her. Yeah, I'll be really curious to see what it is that's going to come out because I've always kind of been more Melissa and Joe, but I have heard from other people in real life that when you meet them in real life, they're not that great versus Teresa's sort of the opposite. Like she's much better in real life. Well, you know what it is? Okay, Joe Gorga is actually really nice, I feel. Okay. I, do. I feel neither Melissa and Teresa, they're just opposites. Like Teresa will like, barely say hi to you as a human acknowledge you as a human being and you're standing right in front of her and you're like bitch I'm saying hi to you I've met you 35 times you're not better than me nor do I want your life and Melissa will be like hi oh my god and then like basically like you're not even turned around for me and I see your eyes rolling up in your head so at least walk away from me bitch before you roll your eyes in my face so what's better someone that barely just basically looks at you and is like you're so fucking beneath me I can like can't even open my mouth to form the words because you're such low level scum and I'm Teresa and I'm up here and you're down here or someone that's like oh and then rolls the eyes as you walk away I don't what's better as a new yorker i would prefer a teresa type just be gruff and rude to me to my face and let me know that according to you i'm pond scum and you're like the almighty queen i think that's probably better than like die woo and then like there's like an eye roll and i'm like i'm standing right in front of you i actually see the eye roll I actually just saw it. So like, just wait till you're mm. away from me. Short of that, Joey Gorg is a nice, he's a nice boy. He's a nice guy. Right. 
All right. Well, that makes me feel better. I'll be curious to see how this goes down. I will. Um, and, and I really don't think we're going to learn much. I don't believe this. We're going to find something. I don't know, but I believe that Teresa believes it, but I do think they're done. And I think the world is ready for it to be done. Does anyone care anymore? Like over 10 years, 10 seasons later about Teresa and Melissa. Like, I think it, it's time. And we do care about Kathy and Kyle. That's salvageable. It is. Yeah, it is. It's, um, yeah, it's funny. They just seem to have a different connection, I think, you know, because their love for their mom and they sort of, um, you know, the three girls, I don't know. It's hard to compare what it is about Kathy and Kyle that you kind of want them to stay together. And then with Teresa and Joe and Melissa, you're sort of like, and maybe it's just, you've had so many years of them fighting back and forth. You are kind of like, okay, it's obvious they don't have any connection with each other. So let's just say it. That yeah. might be the difference, you know. And mind you, Juicy, Juicy reposts all of Ter- Teresa's stuff. Like Juicy is 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 a fan. He posts the Dancing with the Stars. Juicy is a supporter of Trey. I think he's just like, look, the more money the bitch makes, the more the more the girls can eat, and I don't have to buy them the Gucci sneakers this week. And you know, and what does Juicy Joe care? I mean, you know, he's not coming back to the United States, I guess, anytime soon. And you're right more money she makes, the less he has to pony up. And now he's free to sleep with whoever he wants. So you know, what, you know what I find interesting is what? why is no one talking about Louie? Like, you know, if you look at the Dirty John profile, the profile is come in, know your place. And that's a long step. That's a long come in, know your place and woo the prey. I mean, that already like that, that's, that's like steps one through nine. It takes a long time. Then, you know, you, when you woo the prey, then you have to woo everyone else, Margaret and this one and that one and Joe and Melissa, that's like steps 10 through 15. Then you have to really get in, which is proposing, right? That's like another five steps. Now we're on 20 steps. This is a lot. It's hard guys being a dirty John. Then you have to like, when something happens, like at the reunion and Margaret and her are fighting, you have to whisper to Margaret, it's okay, Margaret, I, 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 I get it. You have to like actually take the side of someone else to make your actual prey look like the crazy one, which he did. And now when we're at step like 37, where we are, you have to have complete isolation. Now you're not going to isolate Teresa from her daughters. That's not going to happen. Although that is the ultimate step that the dirty john would want i mean why is no one realizing like louis plan is like really working here and like like she even says things like like kim is always like they've always hated each other and she doesn't need them anymore she has louis it is true but she even says you know louis came in and looked at my relationship and said no no more you ain't taking this shit from these two that mistreat you which okay chivalrous and you know it has the wife's back but like girl, this is part of the plan. Like alienate you from everyone. And I mean, the closest people other than your daughters of your family, your brother and sister-in-law. So I just don't know why no one is like understanding that this plan for Louis is working. And again, I hope Teresa and him are two peas in a pod. Me too. I hope, I really do hope it works. I do. Everyone thinks I hate, I don't, I don't have a black heart. I don't have a black heart as Kathy, as Lisa Rita says, like, don't ever say I have a black heart. I really, what difference does it make in my life if it works or not? I hope it works. I really hope that he's this man with this past and he's found his true love. I do. 
But I'm just saying, if you want to look at the classic steps of a dirty John, sure. isolation is we're, we're, we're on that step and it's working. All right, David Yontif. Oh my God, I've gotten a lesson today. A lesson. I'm sorry. I really don't know everything. I have no ego, guys. I could be wrong about everything. That's my take. You do have a direct line with Kim. So, I mean, you do know, you know, I mean, Kim, Kim knows from way back all the different scenarios, you know? So, I mean, your Patreon episodes with her are so good. She is just such great insight. So, and everyone thinks she's like obsessed with Teresa. I mean, it's like her job now. Like I'm making her come on every week and talk about this. Kim D is not out on a Friday night, having a drink and talking about Teresa. When she comes on the podcast, I mean, we start with Jersey. It's like, she doesn't like Teresa. You know, that's where, that's where we start. And she has all these examples. So I can't tell her to stop. Um, you can find me at Behind Velvet Rope and where can we find you? Love it. At the Sarah Frazier Show on TikTok and Sarah Frazier Show podcast, new episode seven days a week. <sighs> Sarah, until next week, there's just, there's oh, so much. Out of breath. I know, it's so, so much. Fun. Congratulations on all your, I saw you were trending, I think with thousand pound, the sisters, a 90 day or some, some, some of that low, oh. low hanging fruit that you love. <laughs> I'm not being rude to you. It's that you you go and you were trending with something, something over there. Trending on Apple Podcasts. Well, you know, I always say this to you. The shows, my podcast trends <sighs> when I have personal stories and I was on a radio show back in the day in Washington, D.C. called The Kane Show and Kane's ex-wife came on for a two-part tell-all and it has trended oh, non-stop. Thousands and thousands of downloads um, in the DMV area. People really were curious about her story and it was a good one. Oh, I thought it, I thought it was one of the thousand pounds sisters or I fuck my brother's wife or one of those, one <laughs> of those teal, right? I, I, I thought it was like a love. I thought it was one of those, like a love after lockup. I didn't realize it was that cane. I thought it was like a cane from like 90 day or some shit like that. No, but I love all those oh, too. They're I know you do. Yeah, I, 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 oh, I didn't realize it was Kane's wife. Okay. <laughs> now it makes sense. You're tied into all that shit. Okay. I got it. Yeah. I just saw you were trending. I thought it was a thousand pounds or one of those. Usually it is. Usually when I trend, it is. I, I had um, Matt and Kelly and Devin on from I Love a Mama's Boy a See? couple of weeks ago. So that trended that like, I don't know how high that got, maybe in the eighties, I think. But Natasha was like another level. That was like top 10, crazy. Most downloads I've ever had ever. People are very fascinated. And who taught you about the beauty of a two or three parter? <laughs> this right. audience has a dartboard with me, but- you know, business is business. And when you get a live fish, when you got a fish on the hook and look at, I didn't tell Carol Roswell to speak for three fucking hours, but when you do, you're like, cha-ching, cha-ching. This is three shows <laughs> of pure gold. I mean, if someone talks for an hour, 40 minutes, there's nothing you could do. It's not your fault. If it's like yeah. a hour and 20 minute show you're like i smell a two-pata here and the audience (laughs) hates it but i was so proud of you to see you with your three parts i was like oh i have taught this this young guppy well you have taught me very well i tell that you do you do one you do the work right you do the work and then you divide it and then you trend times three and you're like wait i just saved myself nine hours Nine hours. Yeah. I learned from the best. I that's one of many things I love about you. So thank you. Thank you. It's listen, we're here for you guys 24 seven, but it is a business at the end of the day. And the day I don't make money, you may never hear from me again, yeah, but I love you all. Yes, all. Again. <laughs> all right. Keep Bye David. Listening. Love you. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me, and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.